Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we're talking about why won't your man commit? You know, a man who loves you doesn't complain about losing his freedom. Um, You know, there's some men who are just unsure of themselves when it comes to finding a mate. And what makes so many guys so elusive when it comes to sticking to one woman? Uh, Now, there are a lot of variables that apply to those answers to those questions. Some of the variables are controlled by women and some are controlled by men. Most are controlled by men. Um, but things have changed in the last 20 years. Having your cake and eating it too is real, but more people than ever appear to believe that these days. Um, you know, for a lot of guys, there are a lot of reasons why we won't commit. There's the illusion of choice. There are so many women who appear to be just within your grasp, you know, um, social media makes it seem like that the next big thing is just a like away or an inbox or DM away, you know, and then it's like with some of the newer generations, um, do men not understand what a partnership is? You know, there are a lot of guys that I know who are early thirties, late twenties, who really don't understand the concept of marriage other than it being, you know, two people living together, essentially. And is marriage even a priority to men these days? To a lot of them, no. Um, It's so acceptable to be able to just make babies with people and live with people that marriage is kind of the last thing to do as opposed to the first thing before living together and having children. So those are some of the things we'll discuss tonight on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. Uh, We were off last week. I had to take a break, and we're back. And um, I do apologize. There are some problems with the website. Um, I'm trying to get that straightened out, and 
you know how it goes. It's renewal time, and then with Google, they make you go through so many different websites just to get to the place to renew. Um, took me a better part of two weeks just to figure out how to get back into Google Suites. And after I got into Google Suites and got everything updated and ready for renewal, I get a message from another group called Enom, who was owned by Google, who says that I have to renew with them. So, of course, when I go to Enom, they tell me that I have to go to Google. When I go to Google, they say I have to go to Enom. So I'm kind of stuck right now, but I'm going to get it figured out, hopefully, and um, maybe take my business elsewhere and go back to GoDaddy. But uh, that's a story for another day, something off air, actually. I'm going to go ahead and let you know how this show works for those who may be new to it. Um, This is your first time here. Welcome. This is what T2Q is all about. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on. Can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers. Last 223,000 hours. All right. And I am back. My thanks to thecrystalshow.com for being down by law with T2Q. Props to Crystal Hickerson for that. This is episode number 691 out of 750. Getting closer and closer to that special 750th episode where things will come to um, a lot of major changes being made at that point um, when we get to 750 because that is the last weekly show of T2Q. 
But to the phone lines I go to the 850 area code, the Emerald Coast line of Pensacola, Florida, to welcome on the man in black, making his way to the ring, the homie Buck. What's up, Buck? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing pretty well, man. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. All right, we'll go ahead and get to it. 347-202-0215 is the number. Buck, man, um, you're a guy. You know how women say guys don't want to commit to anything. I mean, in your opinion, why does it appear to be so difficult for men to commit to relationships these days? Well, I mean, there's several there were several, several key factors um, that, that play into this. Um, sometimes it's the women that don't want to commit. They, you know, they find out in the first part of the date that, you know, they don't want to commit, so they don't commit. Um, it could be, you know, it's a lack of communication. I always say communication is key. Um, that also plays a role in it. A lot of today's women, they just, um, you know, they, they social media hounds. So, you know, they don't know how to connect with you. And and a lot of times we don't know how to connect with them either because we're trying to figure them out. Um, so that plays a key role in it. Um, how their, you know, upbringings play, play a role also in it. Um, we know today's women typically, you know, they don't get the same types of skills that we got when we were coming up and the women that came up in our generation um, simply because a lot of a lot of kids are, are teaching kids, and they have a kid type mentality and not really a mature mentality. Um, when they get even, you know, getting up into some of these, you know, forty and fifty year olds still have that that non mature approach, you know, to a relationship. So those are some of the things that I've seen. Uh, um, that, you know, over the course of, you know, just how things have just been running, you know. So it's just uh, it's strange. It's different. It's hard being single these days, um, especially if, you know, you don't have a significant other um, and you're out there in the field trying to find somebody because it's really hard to find somebody that's compatible that you can just really lock down with because you, you run into so many obstacles. Okay. All right, so let me ask you this. Um, is marriage a priority for most men these days? And if not, why? Well, it depends on who you are. I know it's important to me. I've been married once. I have not been married in the last six years. Um, my current girlfriend is going through some medical issues right now, so um, it's something that we have discussed. She's never been married Um I'm fine with, you know, whatever she wants because I don't know if I want to get remarried again, but it is something that I would like to do eventually. But that's not something I'm pressured. But you, it really depends on who you're with. And those are things that you find out on the front end. And if you find those things out on the front end, then you have to be all right with whatever y'all discuss and come to, you know, come to terms with. Now, if you if there's something else that, you want to do and that person doesn't want to do, then you know up front that this is somebody that you may spend some time with, but somebody you probably will not be with the rest of your life with. So, you know, and those are things that you have to really, 
you know, that's why communication is so important. You got to find these things out. You don't have to find them out on the first date, but you do need to find them out when, within the first three months of seeing this person. They're going to be somebody that you're going to be compatible with for the long term. All right. And um, I, I think, like, I, I think a lot of men, to, to them, marriage is not necessarily priority these days because it, it's, marriage now is looked at as an option. Okay. Now, growing up in most households, the majority of households across the country in our generation, you were expected to get married and have kids. That's what you did. You grew up, you got married and have kids. Now, you're only expected to have kids. Okay. You can is is now it's not it's it's not frowned upon to have children out of wedlock like it was when we were growing up. Okay. Right. So, since wedlock is not the issue, it became cool for guys to be like, "You know what? I don't have to marry her." Just because I have a kid by her You know I don't have to seek Anything long term um, Because this is just what people do these Days and I think that mindset Has kind of contributed I'm not saying that's the end All be all but I think that mindset Has kind of contributed to guys You know saying you know what marriage Is just something that I want to do You know When I want to do it so to speak You know when I get to the point I can well, I can't pull no more. That's when I get married. I'll find somebody to take care of me. You know, I get old and decrepit and all this stuff. But um, yeah. do you think that most men fear commitment due to the illusion of choice? You know, social media makes it seem like we have a huge dating pool, even though we really don't. You you really don't have a large dating pool. Your Your, your dating pool... And in my opinion, your dating pool gets smaller as you get older. Um, I'm not one, I've never been one to like people young, my age or even younger when it comes to women. I like women older. Um, the older, the better. Now, I'm not saying 75, but I'm saying, you know, within reason. I'm saying, you know, at least, you know, 50, you know 10 to 15 years older than me. I'm, I'm cool with So it depends on... You know, it really depends on what you like. And I, I don't know if we're afraid. I mean, your dating pool get, does get smaller. For some, you, it gets larger. Some guys like younger women. You know, I'm 46, so, you know, I'm really frowning when you below 35. You know, so, you know, back when I was in my early 40s, then I would look as low as 30. But, I, you know, 35 about, is about as low as I really, really want to go. Um but also your taste change. The girls do you like the girls that you or well, women that you like when you're in your twenties, you don't like typically don't like now. Because you want you know, you, you learn things and you're a different person. So there are certain things that you you know, you like when you're in your twenties and thirties that you don't like now. So, you know, those things that what makes your dating pool smaller. So it doesn't matter whether you got Facebook or one of these sex sites or whatever you have or whatever you do to chase women or whatever you use, whatever the method you use, it's not as large as what people think it is. It's, it's actually smaller. It, it gets smaller by the year. To me, it does. 
And I think um, it's hard to say, man. I I agree with you. If you like younger women, then the older you get, the bigger your dating pool is. But if you like women your own age, then you are pretty limited the older you get. Um, When you get in your 40s, I mean, most of the women in in their 40s are probably already married. uh, So you don't have the option there. And then if they're not married, you know, then you're running into them them trying to commit to you with some of the same struggles that you're having trying to commit with them, you know, trying to deal with whatever family situations you got, trying to learn how to not be so independent that you can't accept one another and, and things of that nature, being set in your own ways, you kind of run into that with older people. As well, so, but I think that a lot of guys feel like that they have a choice. That man, uh, I'm just one like away on Facebook or one direct message on Facebook away from the next big thing, and it's not always that easy. Or even if it is the next big thing, it's something temporary, you know, it's not anything long term, which, you know, I'm not sure people really look at. But let me ask you this. This is just a side question. Millennials, well, not just millennials, our generation too, Generation X, we kind of have a short-term view of a lot of things. Like our generation, in my opinion, was the first generation to stop saving. Okay, we don't look to save. We don't look to invest. We just look to go paycheck for paycheck and everything. Is that same mindset you think? following us in relationships to where we're not looking for anything long-term. We just want someone that's going to take us to the next point of our life. I think that's, I think, I think you can see some of that. Um, it's almost like you're expecting the relationship to fail or, or you we're almost to the point to where we're looking for it to fail. Um, you know, it, it could be something very, very simple. Uh, give an example. Um, you can have a disagreement over a movie, television show. You know, you may be in, you know, it, it may be TV night. And, you you know, you got home first, for example, and you wanted to see one of your, one of your you know, favorite, you know, guy flicks. Girl gets home, you already got dinner ready and everything, everything's going great, but she wants to watch something. You know, she may want to watch something like Heart to Heart, for example. Okay. And you really want to see that. Old school. This did not happen to me, for example. Um, You don't want to see how dark it might be an episode you've already seen. And you really want to see, even though the the guy flick you say you've seen it 100,000 times, you want to see it again. But, you know, know, it's conflict. You know, something simple like that, and that pisses you off, so you end up going ahead and, you know, compromising and watching heart to heart. But then at the same time, you know, you know, you think, you, you know, it, if, if there was some conflict just to watch that television show, then it probably knocked you out of getting a piece anyway. So that creates conflict, and then you're, that you're automatically thinking about, all right, this is just, just not agreeable. I'm going to have to find me somebody else. And that's how it starts. And we really shouldn't think about it that way. Sometimes, you I mean, you got to have compromise in every relationship regardless of what it is. 
and people are not willing to compromise and meet in the middle over simple simple things. And simple things are what's causing a lot of conflict in relationships, and that's the reason why they're not lasting long. And, you know, people are breaking up over dumb stuff instead of putting in the time and the effort to, you know, work together as a, you know, a unit and, and stay together. I mean, it's too hard to go out there and find somebody else. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches and, and you know, stay with what you have because the grass ain't always green on the other side. A lot of people don't realize that. Now the grass is greener where you water it. Yep. And, um, all right, so word to the wise out there. Y'all better leave that heart-to-heart alone. That's breaking up homes. <laughs> breaking up homes? <laughs> Oh man! All right, so three four seven two zero two zero two one five. Do you think that men fear being abandoned? That they're men who are actually afraid of being in relationships because they're afraid that if it fails, they might get dumped. You know, is that part of their fear of commitment being dumped? I don't. Well, that could be some of it, but I really think it's the fear of being by themselves. Um, not necessarily being dumped. Guys get dumped all the time. So, I mean, I mean it's just part of it. And I, I don't think it bothers. I mean, it's some, even if you're a sensitive guy, it may bother you. Or if you put a lot of work into a relationship, I can see it bothering you. But for most guys, I mean, we just we roll, we roll with it. And we, you know, we, we jump back on the horse quicker than, than most, than, than women would. Um, but even that's changing. So, um, you know, it's just it depends on who you are, how you how you were raised, and you know, you know, are you you know, is change something that you can handle? You know, a lot of you know that's and it depends on a lot, and that depends on your financial status, um, and and a lot of other factors play into play into that as well. So, you know, you just got to. You know, you got to have thick skin in today's. It's, I think to, in today's time, it's harder to find somebody that's compatible with you than it ever has been, even though it would seem like it should be easier with social media and, and um, you know, so many things technology-wise, from cell phones to tablets to computers, you would think it would be easier. And, and there's, there's all kinds of sites galore. But it's actually harder because there's so much fake stuff out there that you don't know what to believe. Hmm. Well, I think uh, I don't think guys fear being dumped. I don't think they, that a lot of guys can handle being dumped. Um, but I don't think a lot of guys fear being dumped. Uh, the last time I was dumped was in my 20s. Um. Yeah, the last time I was dumped was in my twenties. Well, no, no, no. I take that back. I back up. The last time I got dumped was like 2014, I think. But uh, about, about same time for me too. In 2015, actually. And I guess you know it might have been. Wait, what's this year? Seventeen. Two thousand third. Two thousand fourteen is when it happened. 2014, and I guess I guess it, it it bothered me. I guess because I had actually planned on ending things myself, and she beat me to it. 
So I guess that bothered me. Uh, <laughs> but I, the actual dumping wasn't all that bad. Being single again wasn't all that bad. It's just, I think what bothers guys, if someone dumps you and it's because of something you did, like, you know, if you cheated or lied about something important or something like that, To a lot of guys, that might be something that stays on your conscience because you're feeling bad about what you did and how you did it. If you get dumped and you don't necessarily agree with the reason or whatever you may have been accused of didn't happen or or maybe it was just because you all didn't see eye to eye on certain things, then depending on your mindset, that's something that can weigh on you. long term or, you know, until your next date or so. Um, but it really depends on your mindset. I, I don't think the average guy really dwells on being dumped because, we, like like Buck said, we hear no all the time. You know, if I had a dollar for every time I heard no from a woman, then I, I'm pretty sure I'd be broadcasting to you in 100,000 watts. So exactly. it's, it's like you kind of get used to that. It just depends on your mindset. Sometimes it depends on the reason. That makes you dwell or I don't know if that necessarily causes anxiety or fear. It could in some guys. Well, I'm sure it does in some guys, but I I just don't think it does in the average guy. Uh, Well, Buck, this is a tough one because this is one that kind of plagues me a little bit. Is it hard for men to commit in relationships because they no longer trust women? Yeah. No, I I agree with that totally. Um, especially uh, my the relationship I had um, with a previous lady, she cheated on me twice. So it really makes you you know you really can't you can't live in fear. So you can't go around thinking that every woman's gonna cheat. But it does kind of put that in the back of your mind whether you want it to or not. Um, you're a whole you're, you're a whole lot more cautious um, about. You know, certain type of women. You, you know, my thing is, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, shortchange yourself of a great human experience. If you have the chance to meet somebody that really that you really dig in, and she really digging you, you really digging her, or whatnot. You don't want to shortchange it by, you know, second guessing yourself. You got to take a chance because, I mean, opportunities are very, very limited, and I, I, I'm, I'm emphasizing that for a reason. It ain't like, I mean, yeah, there's eight to it's probably seven or eight women to each guy in today's time, but that doesn't mean anything. The quality of the woman has greatly diminished uh, to the point to where even though it's eight, eight to one ratio, the quality of a woman is, has really fallen off. And I mean, you have to actually kind of have to shape and mold one and mold one that you have to get her at least close to what you there's gonna be there's gonna be likes and dislikes on every woman that you meet, just like there's likes and dislikes on every guy you meet. But at the same time, I mean, y'all have to work together to work, you know, to kind of get, you know, to kind of meet a, a really healthy medium. And it takes well, a lot of work. Let me stop you for a second and ask this question. Cause I know there are a lot of women listening right now. Like, wait, oh no, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean when you say about the quality of woman? Can you can you explain? Um, what you mean by that? Like, what qualities are women lacking these days compared to previous days? 
Well, it's just like I said earlier. I mean, when you come up in broken homes um, where there's only one parent, whether it be the male or the female, um, where children are raising children, when you have, when your daughter, when you're 25 and your daughter's 13, um, you know, and there's not, you know, you, you still, the 25 year old still got Simulac on breath. So it, it ain't, you really, you really still learning yourself. It's hard to teach somebody 13 or 14 when you're still learning. So the qualities and values that you would normally learn from an older woman to make, you know, like your grandmother being 65 or 75 versus mm-hmm. your grandma being 27. I mean, a lot of things a woman that's 65, 75 can tell you that, you know, tell a young woman that, you know, that she can kind of dodge some of the bullshit that they're running through now. We just don't have too much of that anymore. So the quality, you know, you know, you know, we, the, the best way I can say it is this. And maybe some of this women live stuff, women weren't meant to be guys. You know, I can't stand a woman that say I can do everything that a man can do. Well, that's great. I'm glad you can. But at the same time, you're a woman. There's certain things that a woman shouldn't have to do, even if she can do it. There's certain things that a woman shouldn't have to do. Because that's, you know, it's supposed to be a man and woman to form together as one, not a woman be one and a man be one. So there's certain things. Women, it's hard to find a woman that can cook. Now, I'm not saying women need to slave at home, stay at home and cook and clean the house and all that kind of shit. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. You should know how to cook. You should know how to clean. You should know how to wash and iron clothes. And there's women that can't iron clothes. Now, I'm not saying you have to iron my clothes. I iron my own clothes. Cook my own food. But I'm saying these are basic things that women should know how to do. They should get the, everybody should know how to do. Yeah. You should have your mama's... Your, you should have your mama's. You should have your mama's grandma, your grandmama's uh, cookbook, and be able to pull something out of it and cook it. Impress me. That's what impressed me. You know, be able to cook some of your mama's or your grandmama's, you know, good recipes at holiday time, or you know, be able to jump on a machine and be able to sew. You know, my girlfriend is in Wisconsin right now. And she said that, what was that? She said she wanted me to sew something up for. Now, she just had surgery on both her hands. Now, she can sew. I'm quite sure she can. I've never asked her, but she said, I need you to sew a couple of things for me when you come up here. Okay, no problem. But she's had hand surgery on both hands, so that's the reason why she's not doing it at the moment. But every woman should be able to jump on a, a machine and be able to sew, at least sew a seam, be able to put a button on a shirt. I'm talking about simple stuff. That's what I mean by the quality of women that come down. Being polite. There's more women dropping the F-bombs than guys now. I mean, you got foul-mouthed women out there. They, you know, they watching sports with us. And I hear them going like, they saying fuck like I am. I'm like, shit. And it's kind of, sometimes it's surprising. Sometimes it's not. You know, depending on, you know, you may have a multi-million dollar real estate agent next to you, and they dropping F-bombs, and I'm going like, Ooh, you know, you're going to screw up some clientele talking like that if, you know, a potential buyer may may know that you're a real estate agent and you should know that person. It's amazing the change in women in today's society. And that's what I mean by lower, you know, uh, the quality of women is falling off. They don't, they, they're not tactful. They're not classy. 
I mean, they leave all the business out in the street. I don't want to see all the, you know, there should be some um, mystery about the woman where, I mean, she may have curves, but cover them damn things up. They ain't got to be out there in the street for everybody to see. You know, made in the street, freaking the sheets. Give, give some mystery about it. It's supposed to be covered up. The best, the best things in the world are covered up, like Muhammad Ali said. Diamonds and pearls and those kind of things, they deep down. They're covered up. Precious gems are covered up. And I would think a woman's body is a precious gem and it needs to be covered. Uncovered when I get to the house behind closed doors, not out in the street. Quality wow. woman is falling off. You said a lot there. You said a lot there. Um, I mean, just to, I, I guess, piggyback off of some of the things you said, man, um, I do agree with you. I think everybody should know how to cook and iron and wash clothes and all that stuff. Uh, but I agree with you when, uh, to me, this is just me as an old school guy. All right, born, raised in the 70s. Um, if a woman reminds me of a man, I'm not going to be attracted to her. Yeah. Okay. So while, you know, you may be able to do some of the same things that a man does, and you're free to do that. Let me stress that. You're free to do that. Uh, if you choose to curse like a sailor, you're free to do that. I'm not going to be attracted to you. Right, because to me, I, I mean that type of, you know, just every other word is a curse word is something I'm used to men doing, and if women do it, then you're reminding me of a dude, and that's not attractive to me. All right, exactly. And anything, so although I'm, I don't have a problem with equality, women, you know, in the workplace, all that other stuff. We're, we're not even talking about that, but just if you're doing things that remind me of a guy. Then I'm kind of going to look at you subconsciously as a dude, you know, in some yep. some straight form of fashion. You know, that's just kind of what it is. But and I'm not going to say I'm not going to necessarily say that. I, I won't go as far to say as the quality of of woman has gone down, but because I do think that that depends on the person who's judging. Um, mm-hmm. But I understand where you're where you're coming from, and I mean, you know, you're you're speaking from your perspective. And right. I understand where you're coming from in, on that, but and I do think that a lot of guys our age may experience that type of deal where we feel like you know we we can't trust women because they're just not they don't act the way women used to act. Okay, right. and some people will say, well, they're just doing what guys do. Okay, that may be true. They may be doing what guys do, but if you're doing what a guy does, I'm not going to be attracted to you. Know, exactly. That's just how it works. Um, I'll give you an example. Let me, give, let me throw this out there. Now, I know people that have listened to the show have said and have heard me say that I would love, you know, if a woman's outside helping me work on my, you know, that's outside helping me change my oil, that's sexy. Well, it is sexy as long as they stay a woman, Okay. They getting out there and they turn the wrench better than your ass is, then it's a problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So a woman can be sexy 
and be able to turn a wrench. But the guy should be the one turning the wrench. If she just if she handing you the oil or she you know she's genuinely interested in what you're doing, that's one thing. But if she out there outperforming your ass, then that's another. I mean, being a guy and your your ego is important. Your exactly. ego is important because, in all honesty, and this is you know I'll throw this out to the women that are that are still listening. Um, <laughs> in all honesty, the best way to control a man is his ego. If you stroke a mm-hmm. man's ego, you got him. That's all there is exactly. to it. And so. A man has to feel needed, and when I say man, I don't mean just some of these 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 boys wearing adult clothing, you know, that are imitating uh, a man. I'm talking about a man, somebody who, you know, um, who understands the the like what Jay May said, the six components of being a man. Okay, right. I say when I that's what I mean when I say being a man. All right. So you understand the six components of being a man. You're a visionary, a leader, a teacher, a cultivator, a provider, and a protector. Those are the six things when it comes to being a man, as mentioned by Jay Mayo on this show, quoted by from a book um, from Dr. Miles Monroe, the late Dr. Miles Monroe. And if you have someone who's approaching you as that type of man, then Essentially, you stroke his ego, you got him. He feels needed. He doesn't have to go anywhere. He doesn't feel the need to go anywhere for that type of man. I don't know how many of those type of men still exist, uh, so I won't sit here and lie to you you women out there and say that they're all over the place, because they're probably not. Because men have changed, too, and we've changed for the worse. All right? Because we got some people who are just sorry excuses for men. Lord have mercy. It's just pitiful. And... uh, I mean, but let me get back to the topic. So, Buck, let me ask you, are, are most men no longer willing to commit to a relationship because it's so easy to get sex these days? I can see that. I mean, because the the women population is so plentiful and there's less guys, and women are basically pretty much like us. They're just throwing it around now. Um, where, I mean, used to be before, weren't throwing it around. Now, I mean, you can pretty much get it anywhere. I mean, um, a lot of women not looking at your social status or how much, you know, how much money you make or anything like that. They're pretty much doing what, we, what we've what we been doing for years. They're just like, screw it. We're just going to go out there and get some, and, just, and that's it. And, you know, it may be a one-time stand. It may be multiple times or whatever, but they just go in and get it, and then and, and that's it. But, I see in today's time that there are more men, you know, they get attached quicker than, than women, where back in the day, women used to get more attached quicker. True? I think that's true to a certain extent. Because, uh, I mean, if, it, if it's real good, then, I mean, look, let's face it. Anytime, you, once you cross that threshold into the sex, it's hard not to get attached, especially if it's really good. Now, I can see if it's bad, then you're not going to get attached. It's a one-night stand, and that's it. But, you know, if you guys like us, you know, when we hit, we, we, you know, we planning to hit to go, you know, to get a home run. We're not hitting to go to first, second, or third base. We're trying to get back to the, we're trying to get the home plate. So we're going to do it right the first time so you don't want to come back. So, 
you know, it's it's hard not to get attached because sex is something that brings people together. So it's hard not to get attached. You know, it may be a piece that you hit one, you know, every once in a while or maybe, you know, once or twice a week or whatever. But once you hit it that one, you know, hit it that time, then, you know, it's hard not to be attached to it. And people don't realize and understand that because feelings are involved. I mean, so, you know, a lot of people out here talking about, you know, no strings relationship, no strings attached. If you want to hit it more than one time, there's going to, regardless of whether it's string attached or not, you're going to have some feelings for that person. And people don't realize and understand. People need to realize and understand that. Okay. And um, I think guys do probably get attached a lot more now than they did previous eras. Because uh, guys, so women are have, guys tend to be a little bit more emotional. Yep. So, uh, yeah. All right. Um, so, let's see. When it comes to, let's see, well, is there anything a woman can do to increase the chances of a man being committed to her? Like, if you were speaking to a woman, what would you tell her, you know, that she can do that's going to help her chances of having a guy kind of, you know, stick around? Because some women do everything they can, and guys just don't do. It. You know, women. If you're listening out there, it's simple. For it's it's really it's really not a, it's not complicated at all. Okay, women have to be women have to be able to meet halfway. And what I mean by halfway is sometimes you gonna have to come home and cook, even if you worked all day, even if you worked ten or twelve hours like I did. Sometimes you gonna have to come home and cook. If you don't want to come home and cook, say call call your call your man and say, hey, I got dinner tonight. We're going we're going to Red Lobster or going to Jackson's or going to I'm using Pensacola restaurants right now, but um, Jackson's is an upscale restaurant here in downtown. It's white, you know, white tablecloth type. Or maybe go out to the beach and let's go out to, you know. Or go to Destin, just take a drive and go somewhere special. It's on me tonight instead of it always being on the guy. Okay. Um, and guys got to do that too. But I'm just saying, for from a women's perspective, surprise the guy. Um, maybe you know when the guy gets home from a hard day, actually sit down and listen to how hard his day was at work instead of not listening. Um. If he's had a bad day, if he had a real bad day at work, sit down and listen. And then if you sit down and listen to him, try to do something to cheer him up. It don't have to be sex. It could be showering together. It could be a massage. It could be some music and dancing with some low light. You know, do the little things. It don't have to be big. You don't have to go out and spend money on me. Do something simple. Go for a walk. There's something you maybe you haven't gone for a walk around, ride bikes at night or something like that, or go to the park or maybe go shoot some hoops together. You know, it's the little things that will that will keep us interested in you. Go clothes shopping together. You know, you go try on some clothes. I buy. Them, I go try on some clothes. You buy. Them. 
and try to, you know, if you'd like to get matching, um, you know, like a lot of people, some people don't do that anymore, but it's kind of cool when you see a couple that likes to try to match things. They don't have to be identical, but let's say you got on blue jeans. They can, one have Lee's on, one can have Levi's, but they have black shirts on, and that's pretty cool, okay? It's little things like that that will keep us interested. If I'm washing your car outside and I told you I'm going to go ahead and vacuum, go ahead and grab the damn vacuum cleaner and go out to, go ahead and vacuum it anyway. Just to show that you're thankful that the guy washed the damn car and waxed it too. That way he gets in the house and be able to spend more time with you instead of spending more time on the vehicle. It's little things like that. They go so far that will keep us interested in you. We'll never stray. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think what, I, in, a, in a nutshell, you're essentially saying, just like women appreciate small things from us, flowers on no occasion, or, um, you know, we get home first, we help the kids with their homework, get them straight for bed, and things that make right. their life easier, we, we, we expect the same. And I, and I guess, I, you know, guys, we... You know, we we come off as being hard and not having feelings because, you know, that's what we think guys should be a lot of times. But we do like being we we, we like being pampered sometimes. We want our women to pamper us sometimes. And yep. some women think that guys don't need that. That well, you're a man, so you're tough and nothing bothers you. So I'm not going to do certain things because you don't need it, and that's not true. You have to really. We 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 appreciate things just like women appreciate things, and if both people yeah. in relationships take the time to make the other person's life easier or to make things better, then we wouldn't have any problems. But the problem exactly. is things are usually one-sided. Women either wind up with a man who is selfish, or men either wind up with a woman who don't understand. How to make a man happy You know yep. And again it goes back to what you were talking about earlier With people being so young And kind of Thrown out into the world Without being taught themselves You know it's like the bread's yep. coming out of the oven Too soon You know yep. you're, you're not You're not you're not done all the way And here it is with you know You're trying to be a man Or be a woman and you don't know how Yeah And a lot of people feel like just because, you know, the government says at 18 you can fight for your country, that you're an adult. That's not true, not mentally. You think because you nope. turn 21 and you can start drinking in most states that you're an adult. No, that's not true, not mentally. I mean, I feel like I didn't start making true grown-up decisions until I was 26, 27 years old. Same here. That's why I really started making true grown-up decisions. So if you're, you know, a a father at 19, a mother at 21, uh, and everything, and you're on your own, man, there's going to be a lot you're going to miss out on, a lot you don't know about, and more more times than not, that can could benefit you having a long-term relationship, you just don't know how. And rather than us trying to talk to people who actually have been in long-term relationships and that can explain it, we just complain and point fingers at the other one and talk about what the other one's not doing. And now I'll you be quick to tell you that men are 
failing just as badly as women are. You touched on something there when you said 19 and 20. Now, I know some listeners are probably saying, hey, my my great-grandmama was 19, and his grandfather was 20 when they got together, and they had 13 kids. Okay, yeah. Well, are they still together? Probably so. If they're not dead, they're probably still together. If you're 19 and 20 now, it's different because – when you were 19 and 20 back then, you were, you know, a lot of people were probably put out on their own when they were 16, 17. They were working. They were out there, you know, providing for themselves, and they got with somebody. They stayed with them, yep. whatever. It's a lot different then, and you didn't have all the social challenges that you have and the peer pressure that you have now. That you, I mean, back then, it was, it was a whole lot simpler time. Um, I, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that was 19 and 20 now that's still together when they're 25, let alone 50 or 60 years. I mean, cause like these days, um, and when you when you mix in social media, social media can do a number on your subconscious too. I was telling yep. someone recently, even though that I was short until social media. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up around, you know, a lot of my friends. You know, Buck is six two. Had a friend named Kobe. He's about six feet six six one six two. Uh, you know, a lot of guys I hung around were much taller than me. I'm five six. I had no idea I was short until social media, because <laughs> social media came out with all these memes about. You know, what do you call a man under six feet um, A friend And all this other stuff And I was like, dang, I, I never knew that I was short So you have a lot more things to deal with these days Than you did, you know, 30 years ago, of course But it kind of adds to The 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 muck that you got to get through In order to cross over and, you know Meet that perfect person And let me get to the phones To the 601 area code the Magnolia State of Mississippi to bring on the Minister of Sexual Affairs. My man, Eminem. What's going on, man? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? House. Now the show going to get off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem, um, why does it seem that... Well, let me ask you this. Do... Do dads teach their sons these days how to be a husband, or do they teach them, like, how to get women? Oh, man, no, that's that's pretty easy. It's pretty much how to get women. Uh, and I know, like, the, the females listening going to assume they think they know why I'm saying that. But, nah, that, that because the reason I'm saying it is because Okay, <clears throat> going back to the women on it, but I'm answering the question about men, but I'm going back to the women. When women uh-huh. are no longer, when women are no longer groomed to be wives, right? And when little girls are taught that, well, basically not taught to play with baby dolls and and everything that's super feminine is like soft, or you just are pushed over for a man, or whatever it is, damn, you know. And I don't want to be disrespectful to nobody, so I won't put no adjectives on it, but whatever this agenda is, you know. Okay, now, fast forward to the question just posed about men teaching their sons to get women versus 
uh, to be husbands or whatever. Well, the pool of wives is drying up, so you can't really you know, basically a man just teach a uh, uh, you know it, it, you're getting certain attributes that will make a good husband. Number one, which is have some type of work ethic, hopefully teaching toward like uh, okay, like basically I come from like you know which is I guess in a sense maybe rare for black males, you know, whatever in the United States, but I come from about four or five generations of men, you know, where everybody had a dad and all that kind of shit, man. But uh um so it was kinda understood just from it was no real conversations about this stuff. It was just like, okay, well you see, you know, I'm I'm looking at him, getting him going to work and, you know, paying the bills and handling business. So it's like it's not a lot said, it's just like you just kinda do the same thing. But when you don't have models to look at kind of uh, hitting back on the social media and stuff like that, that, that you know, you don't know, you you, you know, uh, some people don't know certain things until they see this, and it depends on who has the agenda, you see. If it's somebody who's uh, super feminist or something like that, well, everything a man can teach a boy or whatever, they might spin it like it's, Oh, that's why he's not going to be a good husband. No, 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 no. You know, the average guy, I'm talking about the average guy that's got kids everywhere and everything. If if he sees a situation where uh, he really thinks that his son might be dating or potentially dating a woman, a girl, I should say, and it looked like her future is so bright. I'm talking about it looked like she might be Miss Congeniality. Uh, she might be, uh, you know, a little sweetheart or, or whatever that goes on to be the next possible, you know, Michelle Obama. Oprah. I'm just saying, you know, the average dude ain't going to teach his son, oh, man, yeah, you need to, you know, dog that hoe out and blah, blah, blah. He, as a matter of fact, he probably won't even refer to his hoe. And kids kind of pick up on that stuff. Most of the time when uh, the perception of negativity is being taught from a man to younger boys and son and nephews and stuff like that, it's basically more like a playboy aspect. And you basically using the, 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 the I, I, I say the cattle or the herd is all these hoes out here. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's a few of them. That's in a in a field by itself, but the biggest herd is these hoes out here. So that's what you're going after, man. You know, it ain't it ain't nothing personal. It's just, hey, it is what it is. You know, shit. You know, the, okay. it's the honest truth. Well, my youngest son, his mind totally ain't on nothing like that yet. But with the oldest two, yeah. I always tell like, say, that's the shit, man. A woman, a diamond does it. Now I was saying that from a standpoint of like, listen. Don't let nobody pull you into no domestic trap where, you know, you got to whoop her ass and all that shit like that. This man, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm just telling you, women are a dime a dozen. Treat them like that. Fuck it. You know, I ain't say treat them bad. I just say, hey, you know, you ain't got to take shit, man. You know, you just, hey, keep, you know, keep your shit right. Keep your shit looking good. Keep your body tight. You good, man. You can pick them like cherries. No problem. All right. So, but I mean, have it with him saying that, and um, right, let me ask you: Do because guys aren't necessarily teaching their sons how to be husbands, 
um, do a lot of men not understand what a partnership is when it comes to marriage? Uh, uh, <laughs> I agree with that 100% because, if, I mean, and this is where, you know, broken homes now are just what they are, broken homes. It's not a village, okay? Back then, if you had a broken home, you had a village of people to help. There were other guys that were uncles, great uncles, um, cousins, and so forth that were in the family to help teach you, and you had a variety of age groups, preferably ones that were in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, even 90s, that teach you some things that you just don't find out now, okay? Um, and when you had that that mentality, you know, when you had that village mentality, you learn the things that you needed to become a man. You watch other men do man things, okay? Now you don't have that. Um, your grandfather is 25. Your father is 20. And your ass is seven or eight or nine. And all three of y'all jokers in there playing mad. <laughs> what the hell are you learning? <laughs> what the hell are you learning? You're not learning about no damn girls or anything. You see some chilies over there and say they're fine and all that shit, but you really ain't learning nothing, okay, other than to play the damn Madden game or playing, you know, Grand Theft Auto or playing, you know, playing um, whatever the military game is. I can't think of the name of the military Call game. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> you know, shut up, folks. You're not thinking. You're not. That's not teaching you how to be a man or how to tr- be a husband. Or trying to, you know, or or even, you know, a women, you know, where you women play the dog and play house and those kind of things, and you learn how to women how to learn how to do things by playing with dolls and and watching watching their moms and grandmamas cook together. It, you know, not just during holiday time, but any time, and you learn how to do certain things as a woman. When you all kids, you only learning kids shit, so you don't know how to. When you finally get find the woman that you or the man that you're looking for, you don't know how to respond because all you know is Grand Theft Auto and, and Call of Duty, and the girl don't know how to cook, and she can't boil water. Uh, I mean, and you can't wash clothes, and you can't iron clothes. Um, you can't, can't keep your toes and fingernails done, and you can't paint them yourself. You got to go somewhere and get them done. If they don't get done, they grow out well past the time to refill them. It's simple shit like that. And, you know, the, the guys, the smart guys pick up on that shit. The smart women pick up on that shit. And they know you're, you're gay, you know, they know you're not tight. They know you, you know, you're not mature enough. And you ain't going, you're not going, your relationship is not going to last very long. And, you know, once you, you know, once you drive the car down the street, if you don't like it, you go to another dealership.
on the marriage part of it. Now, I mean, the, the Western version is the only one that, that uh, you know, believe in that fairy tale stuff. But they shit is more realistic. Like, hey, you know, um, you know, we got the same religion. You know, we got the same. We from pretty much the same village. I just hope they ain't inbred or something. <laughs> but uh, you know. That they look at so many attributes that that, that that you have in common that they know that once you kind of mature, that's the main reasons, other than maybe financial or, or infidelity or something like that, that's going to be the main reasons for people not being able to coexist. They're going to have so much differences. But that's how we're taught in general, that, you know, that our offices attract blah, 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 but then once the honeymoon's over, it's motherfuckers fighting all night. Every day until you just finally you know somebody just go their separate ways, you know. So, but uh, I I think you know some of them same points got a lot to do with it. You know, if if women ain't groomed a certain way and males are not doing no kind of physical working, I mean they don't even play sports and nothing. All you doing is playing video games, and the girls ain't doing them or watching reality TV. Instead of learning how, you know, when they, the age you think they still might have, would be playing with baby dolls and stuff. Now, the first damn baby they holding is their own baby, real. <laughs> you know, yep. so. and, you know, I was like, yeah, that shit just done got, man, it's, it's done got to the point where now, I don't, I really don't even see where, I don't even see what marriage will, will even exist in like 10 years. It'll kind of be one of them things how it'll be themish, like, uh, you know. Marriage, man. Um, marriage, yeah. It's pretty much like, you know, if somebody does it, it's just something to be done. There's no real necessity no more. Um, shit changing so much now that, uh, like I say, I'm. I ain't trying to get political, but I'm just saying I know before I, I left my old job, the other job that I used to work together with you, and, you know, already on the HR forms from the time I first started, before I left, you you could put down partners and shit, but I'm still feeling like, okay, but uh, you're forcing a, a, a straight man or a straight woman to get married and shit before you get benefits. So, I mean, I always thought that was kind of different, you know. In a mm. in a different way, you know. I'm just like, how in the hell are you gonna do that? But you know, but but I think once those barriers get broke down, where a long term boyfriend or girlfriend can get benefits, marriage really finna go away because yeah. uh, in the black community and minority communities, you know, it's already happened where even if a woman want to get married or even if a dude want to get married, where well, all of a sudden if they not at a certain income. Well, the kids got to pay to go to daycare now because they're married. They don't get as much back on taxes no more. I mean, all them factors come in. So that was the way the government kind of made marriage go away. So now you can give, get benefits just for being a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. Man, marriage is gone. Yep. You know, somebody that's super, super religious, Mormons or something. Yep, you're right. You're right. I agree. Good points. All right. Uh, take a quick break, and we'll come right back with more T2Q. Wrap up the show. I'm Mischievia from the Virgin Islands, 
and you're listening to the Toxic to Hue radio show. No experts, just opinions. And that break was as quick as they come. I thought I had some music on the end of that. I guess I forgot to add the music. Three four seven. That was the record one. Zero two one five. I know. And um, you know, just a couple, few days ago, had an incident on your United Airlines flight where they overbooked the flight and they asked four people to get off. One of them being a doctor. Um. Dr. Dow, David Dow. And so David didn't want to get off the flight. So some people grabbed him and essentially just beat him down. And um, the police eventually showed up and took him off the flight. And it was just kind of an ugly situation. And so I don't know if you all have you all seen the video? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the video, but I, I heard, uh, I think, Tom John, some show I was listening to a little bit on the way to work was talking about it. I think uh, Jeff Johnson was talking about it. Yeah, dude was snatched out of his seat and pretty much dragged down the aisles and 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 all that stuff. Dragged his feet and his body was on the ground, man. It was it was it was a uh, a scene out of a movie, basically. Yeah, okay. it, was, it was it was really bad. Um, the guy's mouth was bleeding. He had. Um, they actually let him get back on the plane, and when he got back on the plane, I mean, he had pools of blood coming from his mouth. It was okay. incredible. Let me ask yeah, y'all he, was, he looked like he went through the ride. The, damn. I mean, but for all of that, was it like some kind of, they thought he had something on him or something? No, nope. they just went off the plane because the, the flight was overbooked. So he was one of the people they chose to catch the next he didn't want to go because he's a doctor and he said he had patience to see he didn't have time he missing the flight but uh i don't know how they chose it but i know just to make it seem like no kind of bias whatsoever i've been like look you know all these tickets are, 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 are time stamped or whatever the last four is the one ain't going to go and just be done with it. I don't know if they did it like that, but if they didn't do it like that, then I don't know. That's that's bad. <laughs> they were pulled off because they were trying to put the flight crew on it to fly to wherever the next connection was. And they just picked four people randomly. I mean, this is something that all the airlines do. But um, plus they also overbook all the time. But the way right. this was done, um, supposedly you're supposed to, you're supposed to get a written something written saying that hey we're gonna get you off the plane or whatever and you, they're gonna offer you the you know flight next flight or whatever. None of that was done. They just came over there and just start pick they just start picking people off the plane. And um, you know supposedly the United Airlines said this was you know this was policy. It ain't policy to drag my ass down the middle of the aisle and tear me off the plane. I'll get up and come off, but I probably won't fly with your ass again. But you drag me off the plane, you, you get And he had patience to see, and he wasn't getting off. Well, I tell you what, if I'd have been, I'm not one to fly much, but if I was on that damn plane, I seen that kind of drama happen. I said, look, I ain't got time for no shit to pop off while I'm in the air. So I said, look, this motherfucker can have my seat. I'm going to wait, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I tell my job to kiss my ass or something. I'm not gonna get up and no, 
You know, I ain't trying to learn how to parachute on the first time. Oh hell no. Because they actually put him back on the plane after um and yeah. you know, he was all bloody and everything. They put him back on the plane. Mm-mm. Yeah. When they realized yeah. they would get so much negative attention. Right. No, yeah. I ain't got time for that. No. If I'd been somebody else, see, now that's what you call mm, like I said, I guess it's a I don't know the the makeup of the people on there, but uh Well he was he's over he's of Asian descent and when the you know, it's already daytime. It was, you know, when they, it was already nighttime over there when, um, there, you know, for the stock market or whatnot. And see, United has a big presence overseas. It's one of the biggest carriers. They lost 2%. Their stock dropped 2% just because of that. And it's going to continue to. And I tell you what, and I bet it wasn't so much. About how he was handled rough, but when you start drawing blood, you can't really justify it when when it's a no. non felony type situation, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was a damn terrorist threat or something, you'd beat the shit out of him. But you know, somebody just not wanting to, you know, basically get off the flight. I mean, man, that's some extreme stuff. They ask, yeah, they they asking for that one. Yeah, it's extreme. It's easy to see. All you got to go to Yahoo. It's on. It's on. It's on Yahoo. It's, it's it's, I mean, or you can just turn on CNN or Fox News or any of them damn news. That you will well, see him. What do you get... think should happen? I mean, um, how, how would you begin to compensate this guy if you're United Airlines? How do you convince, you know, the public that hey, this is just a bad mistake and we're good now? Well, Free first flight. you gotta you gotta pay to Free. make it go away, and what I mean Free. by that. You got to basically buy this guy's interview time out. Don't let him go on today's show next week. Don't let him be on, you know, on, uh, on don't let him be on something like Oprah or something like that. That's a sit down, uh, uh, forty eight hours. I mean, sixty minutes. Uh, you know, twenty twenty. Where they can actually dig deep into this stuff and, and yeah. you know, go back and find people to come forward with different things that happen to them. And I, no, 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 no. Buy that shit off right now. And if, and then it's too late after for that. you buy them off, then you change your policies. You know, if they if they listen to the show and use my policy, they better compensate me. But you tell everybody that, when you know, if you the last whatever, just go at the bottom. No random nothing. Just be like, you know, hey, the last five people to book could be the last number of people we need to get off, so keep that in mind, you know. Well, you know this is that a, way, the, they ain't gonna like it, but it lo- at least it look like you ain't picking on nobody. i put it that way. People don't realize, this is what the big, big companies don't understand and realize. There's a camera in every single person's hand. Okay? Yep. If you got a cell phone, you got a camera, okay? It's happened to Target. Target's business has fallen off dramatically after something that went viral. Okay, um, something went viral on Subway. It their their shit's plummeting. All you got to do is make one. I mean, if somebody filming one bad thing on you and it goes viral, you go. I mean, you, you could be done as you know as a company. And that's what these big CEOs and 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 people up in the higher in a higher chain of command don't realize. You can't just go yank somebody off a damn plane. I don't care what your damn policy is. But you know what? Now, this shit didn't 
sport overseas, it has been viewed the the it's been viewed so many times in in Asia that it matches the population that we have in America. That's how many times it's been viewed over there. Yeah, no well, shit. That's, a, <laughs> and that, and that's just the beginning, then. With the yeah, and that's the, I ain't trying to be funny, but with the population of you know the Far East, man. But uh, yeah. but now, now this is something all of us done experienced on different jobs in the past, and maybe even current jobs. That goes to show you how these phony ass surveys are. Think about how many times that American Airlines employees probably don't fill out surveys or something, and that might have been something more than one time that somebody came up with, like, hey, you know, maybe we should look at this, but because you are entry-level position or you hadn't been with the company long enough to go play and uh, golf and smoke cigars with the big boys and nobody pay your shit no attention. And see, that was the difference between Sam and Bud Walden starting Walmart. Not getting on Walmart jock or nothing like that because it's totally run different now. But what I'm saying is they never stopped being basic guys. So it's just like, you know, it's just like you still want to know, well, hell, man, what, what this buggy boy see? What do he think? You know, and somebody might say, well, shit, man, we had somebody at the door just saying, hey, the people, that might help cut down on this. Oh, yeah, we'll try it. But, you know, the companies now, they just look at everybody as a number. They don't give a damn what nobody say. And like y'all say, it's cameras everywhere. And shit can go viral in a minute. So, you know, come out your damn office and listen to the people that's hands-on and see what they got to say about some stuff sometimes. I, I guarantee you, man, I'm, I'm willing to bet money I don't even have that somebody probably took them annual damn surveys that people don't even read. But I guarantee you somebody probably very thorough in the process of um, you know, man, we, we might need to come up with a better way to tell these people you can't get on the plane today. Because, I, I, you know, most of the time it don't come down to no damn brawl or something like that, but people probably get cussed out all the time. So they probably just like, damn, man, I wish it was a different way we could do this, but nobody ever listened. Now you get ready to lose yep. money out your ass. It's going to have enough hits to, to, to you know, to cover the, the World Series and Super Bowl put together before probably by the end of the month. Would yep. Made a difference. Yep. That's true. Very true. Okay. Good stuff, fellas. Go ahead and wrap this thing up. Again, the Talk to Q radio, the Talk to Q com website is having some difficulties right now. The site is down. I'll try to get all that figured out over the next few days to get it up and running again. In the meantime, you can always Google T2Q or Google uh, Talk to Q, and you can find the show um, in, in the archives of Blog Radio. You can find it at iTunes, Spreaker, Podcast Alley, Tuned In. Just about anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find the Talk to Q radio show. So in the meantime, Google me um, until I get that up and going again. Hopefully that will be soon. And then at some point I'll also get the zone coverage website up and going. More details on that um to come in the future. Uh speaking of zone coverage, there there is not a zone coverage show tomorrow. I will be back probably next week. 
to discuss. Um, we'll have an NFL draft preview show the night before the draft. Then, of course, you know, well, you know what? What I might do, I might do the pre the preview show next week, and then just the week after we'll do the draft. And the draft, we're not going to do it at the start of the draft this year. We're going to do it at the normal time, 9 p.m. Eastern. So they probably would have made about four or five picks by the time we get on the air, and we'll discuss them and try to catch some of those late picks that we normally miss out on every year. So we'll Samba cast along with the draft. Um, that's going to be April the 27th. Next week we'll probably preview the draft on the 19th. So get in, make your suggestions where you think your team should go in the 2017 NFL draft that I heard is probably going to be in Dallas next year. If the draft is in Dallas next year, there's a possibility I'm going to be there. Uh, so if that's the case, then, you know, might not be a draft show next year, unless at least not on the first night, might come on the second night. And, but, wouldn't uh, that be perfectly fitting, man? If Wouldn't that be real good if the draft would be in Dallas and y'all get the first pick next year? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that we get through a trade with the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get that through a trade. There's a possibility that I'm. There's a possibility I might get into. I might get to go to this year's draft. Uh, Steeler Nation Unite was giving away uh, draft tickets. Um, so um, if I get it selected, then I get to go to the NFL draft. So I did try to get those, and hopefully I get a chance to go to that. Good luck with that, man. Yep. So, but yeah, so we'll talk about the draft next Wednesday on Zone Coverage, 9 p.m. Eastern. And Talk to Q Radio Show will be back next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Talk to Q. And you can friend me on Facebook under Thank Q, and that's Q U E. Final thoughts. And Eminem, I know you got in late. The name of the show is Why Won't Your Man Commit? You heard a few of the questions, but go ahead and give your final thoughts. Oh, man, uh, uh, great show, uh, fantastic topic. You know, why won't your man commit? Well, why you are the answer. You're the reason he won't commit. Number one, if you are ignorant. Oh, you break it up. Wants- oh. All right. Yeah, I'm still breaking. Yep. We've been breaking up the whole show. It just got worse. Wow. Yeah. I'm on the house phone, too. Maybe it's on. Maybe it's because it's over the internet. You know, you know how we do it? You you didn't stretch that cord out way too far. You got to switch. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I know you got the 20-foot cord on that stuff, but you got to break somewhere. You know used to say back in the day, man? You got some water in your line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish this thing did have a cord on it. That'd be Crystal clear like them old uh, MCI commercials. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got this shit, man. Yeah. I got over wireless or whatever, so they don't tell them what it, what it sounds like. You're probably getting mixed up with all kinds of signals. It's probably just shit mixed up with some North Korea stuff or something. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, the, but these chicks, they, they're the main reason a man won't commit. I mean, now, that's general. That's real general, but at the same time, men are scared, you know. It's just like, let me tell you what men are scared of. 
out there don't want to be henpecked by somebody that's uh, oh, going to embarrass them. You know, men have an ego. Well, a few men still have egos or whatever. You know, you know nobody wants to be um, caught up with a chick that's going to be the next some kind of reality show person, you know, figuratively speaking. You know, that's what men are scared of. You know, gone are the Clara Huxable types and the, uh, you know, the homemakers, the, uh, what was uh, the Miss Cleaver name, you know, Beaver Cleaver yeah. mom, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and then uh, what's the chick name that was on Little House in the Perry? Um, I don't know. Yeah. Ma Olivia, I think that would be called uh, something like that, but summing it up, man, you know, Back at one time, you know, when a man was ready to quote unquote settle down, you knew you was not just sacrificing nothing. You know, this was going to be actually a damn future. See what I'm saying? Now, because the quality of behaviors have become so bad and corrupt, men do not want to get embarrassed. That's why the commitment level is going down. And now with everything being recorded, and like, you know, we've all done said multiple times, there's cameras everywhere. Nobody wants to be uh, caught in a situation where somebody's showing and laughing at you about something. Now your misery was doing. Now, ain't nothing new under the sun, but at the same time, you know, during Woodstock, there was cameras, but it really wasn't no cameras, if you know what I mean. So somebody's screwing behind bands and having these train powwows. Okay, hey, it was what it was. Everybody was high. It's old with. Do that shit now. 20 years from now, everybody be looking at it like it just happened yesterday. So that's the type of shit that's keeping commitment down. Women don't like to hear it. Women like to believe they can do whatever men can do and all that. Keep believing that shit if you want to, but you're on planet Earth. You're not on Mars. You know, what was that damn book? Men are from some... And women, women are Venus. from Venus. Women, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... And it's the reason why that shit is called fiction. That is not true. You know, your ass is on Earth. And you can stop cooking. You can stop cleaning. You can stop mamming your kids. You can stop breastfeeding. You can do all that. But all that shit is doing is making it harder and harder and harder for you to be marriage material. Because now if it's a personal choice of yours, that's one thing. But when you're not even considering, nobody wants to even consider you to be their wife. You know, even figuratively speaking, there is a big problem. You see what I mean? That is the biggest reason why it, 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 you know, the whole thing going to go away and there's not going to be no commitment because men don't want to get embarrassed. You don't want to get caught up with no damn fool. And, you know, some people think it's about the money. Now, men don't give a damn about no money. You know, men need money for the things we need to get. That's it. You know, whatever makes us happy, like right now. Buck, I use Buck for example. Okay, he ain't thinking about that shit. That's just some shit people put out for propaganda. But when she's talking shit all the time, when she won't cook, 
but not as much as, the, you know, paying attention to who's raising you, okay? Kids raising kids, you know? So we need to, you know, we need to, there's, there's some value in, you know, being older and wiser and going through some trials and tribulations that you can pass on to your kids to help them, you know, help shape and mold them to be relationship material and be married. You got to, I mean, everybody wants somebody. Okay. So if you say, you know, you know, it's really funny. These women talk about, I don't need nobody. Yeah, you do. Don't give me that bullshit. Everybody needs, everybody needs somebody. Okay. Whoever you choose, you know, whoever you choose that to be, everybody wants somebody. Okay. So nobody wants to be by themselves. So, but in order for people to, you know, for some of this, you know, open the doors for women when they come to the door, open the car door for them. Or if you got a pickup truck that you can actually sit next to your woman while you're driving down the road, you don't see that no more. But it's the little things that mean a lot to us guys. It's not the big things. You ain't got to spend no money on me. Listen to me when after I had a bad day at work, okay? You know, maybe I don't feel like washing my own clothes tonight because I had a hard day and I'm, I'm so tired I can barely keep my eyes open. Why don't you wash my clothes for me and fold them instead of me having to do it? Maybe have a meal ready for me sometime, even though I may have a meal ready for you when you get off work. I mean, it's give and take in a relationship. There's communication in a relationship. And in order for relationships relationships to thrive, there has to be give and take. There has to be communication. There has to be the little things that mean so much. You could be playing, the girl could be half-dressed and playing some music at home. And and I might not even mention my bad day. Because my bad day just went from bad to good. Because my girl got on the shorter short pants that she can't wear when she go out somewhere. She wearing them home and Breast and get breast hanging out half out the shirt, but that's at the house. But that made me feel good so when I come home. My lady half dressed, she ready to jump jump down on something. It's little things like that that make a relationship go so much further. And I think we've lost sight of that on both sides of the tail, not just women, but the guys too. I mean, there's no chivalry in romance. There's no chivalry chivalry in relationships. And these things need to come back full force in order to have long-lasting relationships. And part of that is how you raise your children. Everybody that's got kids right now need to be teaching these kids core values on both sides. You know, women ain't hoes. Dudes ain't dogs. Okay. <laughs> That's how, that's how people, if you listen to, if, all you got to do is go to Walmart and listen to shit. Man, I was talking to this whole the other night. Man, he ain't nothing but a dog, man. I, he, he fuck everybody. And the kids are right there. They hear that shit. Yeah, so I what, believe me, I know. <laughs> you go to school calling girls hoes. Oh, yeah. And, dudes calling, you know, and, and the girls calling, calling dudes dogs. You know? And you know that's that's what you hear. So we need to go back to basics. So we can try to end the vicious cycle. Either that okay. or continue to mail order the man and be done yeah. with it. Don't pay. Don't put your business in the. Street. Don't put your business in the street. 
Everybody ain't got to know you in a relationship. You know, so it's, it's really funny when I watch, get on Facebook and somebody put, put a picture of themselves on Facebook. You don't need to know what's going on in my life. Just because I go out of town, I ain't going to tell you I'm going, going out of town until I get back in town. I could have gone to Disney World, Talladega, and the Pittsburgh Steelers game, but you ain't going to figure out about that shit until I get back to the house. Okay? So, this, a little bit of common sense and, you know, bringing back some core basic values can make a lot of changes in this country and in your relationship. As far as United Airlines goes, um, I think it's, it's, you know, people got the, the big CEOs and corporations need to realize everybody got a camera, okay? I think it was wrong for the, to pull a man off a plane. I don't give a damn what your policies are. You don't pull, you don't, you don't skull drag a motherfucker off a plane and, and have him bleeding to drama. And especially, I mean, I don't care what the situation was. This is not how you do business, okay? I don't care what your policies and procedures are. This is not how you handle business, okay? And if and you get up on, you know, your news, you know, news channel talking about I defend our policies and procedures, you're full of shit, okay? This is not how you do business. This is how you lose business, okay? There's companies we see them, we see them every day, Sears, J.C. Penney's. You know, some of these long-standing companies, Kmart, all, you know, Sears and Kmart together now, but these companies are going out because of lack of customer service, leaving stores dirty, and because the damn Internet's taking over and everybody buying that shit from Amazon and all the other places, and they can get it that way. And they lost attention to detail to the customers. And like, like uh, Eminem said, they're not paying attention to the troops on the ground. Okay? So... You don't pay attention to troops on the ground. Your doors close, okay? So United Airlines need to make some changes to their policy procedure, but they're probably going to end up losing a whole lot more money, money in these next few days because of the way they did this, this man. You better change your policy and procedures or you won't you, you be claimed to be out here in these damn deserts not flying because your ass will be closed. But anyway, everybody enjoy the rest of your week. Um, and everybody have a... Good night. That's what's up. <laughs> Great job. Great job. All right. I appreciate it, fellas. We'll be back to do this thing next week with some current event topics. Maybe get caught up on what's going on on the Trump side of things. But I um, appreciate you all coming on to the show. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. You can feel free to call in and join the mix one day if you're brave enough. Uh, whenever we have shows talking about men, women don't seem to show up. I don't understand why, but, you know, it's your prerogative. I got some contributions on Facebook and Twitter tonight, so I appreciate that. So I'm going to go ahead and close things out for the evening. Got a phone call to make to Oakland, someone who wants to do a video with me, so we'll see what that's, that's all about. And everyone have a great night. Peace out. Go to TalkQ.com, and hopefully I'll have it up and going soon. Later. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy. And this is my show. 
Talk to Q Radio Show. Carla, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out.